Are you struggling to regain sustainability in your life and create a positive life stance? If so, listen in as courageous women share their empowering struggle of how they came through the trenches to restart and recreate a victorious life worth living. They took their power back, learn the secrets of how they did it, and you can too. Welcome to the Real Heart Talk podcast and 360 Network for Women. And here's your host, Pamela Duran. Hello, Real Heart Talk listeners. We have a treat for you. We have Kimberly Ward. She is an established artist who grew up loving music. She is originally from the country town of Lukema, North Carolina. Hopefully I said that, Lukema. Uh, she started to take a piano lessons at a young age, and she loved to sing, and she loved music all through her high school, junior high, and college years. And she actually performed in the Performance Arts Choir Competition in Charlotte, North Carolina. So she graduated from the Barton College at, at Wilson, North Carolina, with a Bachelor of Science degree in Business Management with a minor in Music. So she used all of her talent to teach piano lessons for eight years to beginners and advanced learners. And then she started writing um, music lyrics. And she's been doing that since 2014. She's written over 20 songs. She has eight of those recorded in studios. And she's now focusing all of her time on songwriting. She does hope to start a band, which I want to talk to you about that. <laughs> and her latest release is going to be okay. It, she co-wrote that with Levi Kobe. It's a country gospel song. Kimberly writes multi-genre music, starting with Americana, the country gospel, and especially faith-based songs, which brings inspiration for healing to many people. So I'm excited to introduce you to Kimberly and have her on the show to give us some of that inspirational healing um, advice or motivation. She's also working with music producers from North Carolina to the Atlantic Coast Recording Studio of the North. So happy to have you, Kimberly. Good evening. Glad to be here. <laughs> I know. I'm happy to have you on the show. So as you think about growing up, I mean, it sounds like you had pretty straightforward fairy tale life, but are there some things that you went through that was any time uh, with your music or with just getting started? I know I'm a songwriter mm -hmm. as well. And if you can share, you know, your journey of getting songs recorded, you know, how you went through that, just someone that's looking to move into that area, what would you say to them? Okay, that's a full loaded question. I'll try to say as much as I can. <laughs> there's, there's a whole lot <laughs> oh, well. Well, what can I say? I've enjoyed music my whole life. Um, I started taking piano lessons when I was about nine years old. Um, I actually had, I remember correctly, eight teachers between ages nine and 22. Um, so I taught as well, I'll get into teaching later. I was taking lessons as a child, teenager, and then in college some. Um, I'll jump to college, but my major's in business and the minor. The uh, major's in business and then the minor's in music. 
But as far as growing up, I mean, nothing traumatic happened. It was great. I grew up in the country, and it's actually called Lukama. You're very close. <laughs> uh, most people call it Lukama. It's even more funny. But Lukama <laughs> is in Wilson County, North Carolina. I know it's a country area. Uh, farmland, tobacco, corn, soybeans, all that. And it's about an hour and a half from Raleigh, you know, the capital. Mm. Yeah, you could probably be there an hour and 20 minutes now. Um, I started singing just, you know, like most people in their house, in the bedroom, you know, outside. And, of course, from there I sang in church choirs and the school choir. Or I went to a Christian school, so we had a lot of fine arts there. And I'm very happy since I've always liked music. Um, the Christian school was a lot of fine arts and a lot of sports. No one ever told me to choose between one or the other. I'm like, thank God I got to choose what I enjoy doing. Because, <laughs> you know, it's not, I mean, it's kind of funny, but then some people are like, I was forced to take guitar five years and I hated it. But thank God my parents didn't do that to me. I, you know, I was able to do that freely. Um, by the way, no one ever made me practice. I remember just wanting to do it. And so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, no, because um, practicing, you know, I I love that too. So it's just so you just knew that you had a drawn to music and a drawn to the keyboard. Is that what you play or the guitar? Um, I don't play the guitar, but I was just using it as an example where I've met people in my life as, as a, in my early twenties and then a little later. And then some people like, oh, I wish I stuck with piano. Or some people like, my mom made me take violin. I hated it. Um, like, I actually have two children. They're under 12, and I'm giving them options. So I think we all should have options. And I'll just interject that real quick, then go back to me. But I've told my children, if you do sports, you also have to do music. You can play guitar. You can play drums. It doesn't matter. you got to play, at least try to learn something. And, you know, if they hate drums, we'll try guitar. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm going to kind of jumpstart from childhood, teen to currently. I did not write songs when I was growing up. I was writing poetry. And back in sixth grade, I still have a book of it. Maybe eight or ten poems is not very many. And when I look back at them, I was like, well, that was good. I enjoyed writing. And never... And I mean, never for a long time did I think about, oh, I should be writing much till I was maybe 32 years old. Wow. Because I'll take jump start from sixth grade to that. And I actually have a lot of stuff to write now. It's not just songs. I'm working on other projects, actually. But I was going to say, I've combined music with writing and the business I've done. And kind of some ministry things. That's a whole other topic for another day. Um, and I'm going to kind of jump to my early or late 20s, early 30s is when a lot of trauma things happen. Very traumatic, I'll say. Mm. And I could fall back on to music. I've actually worked for a couple counties. I mean, like county offices in North Carolina. It's been a while. And I mean, anything from a college to a school was a bus driver part-time, all kinds of jobs. And I always would be like, I like my music and singing and playing the piano. I actually taught piano lessons for about seven years, part-time, just part-time. 
And now I'm, what I'm doing now would take an hour to tell you, but it's, it's a lot of things I'm doing. And, and I'm going to kind of jump to say self-reflection, the inner self, because I understand what one of the topics kind of is. Um, I was reading the, I guess you could say biography here with your interview. Mm-hmm. Um, trauma would be a whole nother hour or two, but what I went through would take a while. Um, and it really wasn't like anyone dying or death. This is other things, and some of them are financial things. Mm. And oh, some please share. Yeah, I mean, please share from abuse. your heart what you what you feel. Mm-hmm. You know, would talk to the listeners and mm-hmm. and help them realize. You know, they're not alone. They're not alone in the journey. You're not alone in your journey. I know, and that's a, a good point to make because a lot of people do feel lost or alone or scared or no one understands me and we could go on and on. I've been there. So, um, and I don't mind even going ahead and saying this at the, at the very beginning. I have struggled with anxiety. I'm doing a whole lot better. Um, and what I've done to get better would take uh, 30 minutes to tell you. We can do that later if you want. I mean, from drinking green teas to going walking to taking trips, camping, I mean, a whole list of things. <laughs> it wasn't just like, oh, some medicine, I need to go walking and go to bed early. I mean, these are real things that that take time. It takes time mm-hmm. to get better. Just like if somebody's having surgery or, you know, whatever, any kidney problems, anything they're dealing with, they got to get better. I'm going to jump to this part and say I believe eating healthy is, extremely important mm-hmm. yes and, and time a is a good reason. good healer I'm sorry, go ahead. i was going to say yes. time is a good healer yes out of the five years of college i have and then um other credits i did on the side like an insurance class at something in california years ago but out of everything i've done with education or classes i really like nutrition that was more of an elective and i was like 20 years old. It's been a little while, 2021. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not going to say that we discussed, oh, here's how to live well. You must eat healthy. Mm-hmm. I remember doing some things in that nutrition class, like food and world hunger and, you know, research papers. But then I can also remember a little bit in there, like eating healthy, living well, you feel better. And on my own, I have done not one or two hours, hours of research on eating healthy. Mm. You know, for, and I'm going to give you an example. So the green tea, as someone told me one time, and it wasn't a doctor, this is somebody I knew. They said green tea helps anxiety. And I'm like, what? Um, so I am going to say that across the board. It doesn't matter if someone is bipolar or abuse of home. It doesn't matter. It's just very good. This um, The matcha... And I'm going to say the matcha green tea because that actually helps fight cancer. So it's a lot of reasons for for the green tea. Um, and it's but I won't matcha? get all that for now. Don't worry. Did you um, say matcha? Right. Still, matcha mm-hmm. green tea. Okay. That's right, matcha green tea. And what I have yeah. read about and heard about is something about the dark green ingredient straight from the ground. Mm. Our yeah, natural, right? Blue. We're made. We're made from the dirt, so that would be make sense, right? <laughs> um, but it, I don't know because I'm not a doctor, okay, and a PhD. That's not me. But 
what I know from my own experience is it definitely helps with calming nerves and stress. Mm. I love that. And just help. I mean, just believe me, if, if someone, and I'm going to mention things like panic attacks or anything like that, and I don't just mean, oh, I had a really hard day, this has been a bad day. I mean, like, things that are distressful, like, are actually going to send someone into a very bad anxiety attack. Mm. Yeah. And I'm a big advocate of um, this type of tea because it is calming. It's very mm-hmm. soothing. And so, this is part of my journey, so it's kind of going on and on because it's part of what happened and who I am now. And mm-hmm. yeah. No, I love that. I love that you're sharing. I mean, that seemed to be something that brought comfort to you. And I was just going to ask, um, in 2014, is that, when you started, you know, kind of recovering or realizing, you know, I've got to create a better positive life stance and start rebuilding. And then you started this nutrition journey as well as your musical journey. Did, did those go hand in hand? Okay. Now they do. Which year did you mention? I'm sorry. 2014. Um, I'm going to say more of 2018 and 2019, a little more okay. recent, about four or five years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. I started writing, well, again, I was saying poetry back then, like, oh, this is a poem. I'm going to give an example. Every moment was written in extremely hard times in my life, and so was Letting Go. I'll mention both of them. Um, they were written pretty much within a year, year and a half of each other. And mm-hmm. the years, I didn't just write them in one or two days, I wish. These were ones <laughs> I worked on maybe in between some trauma and life things between the years of 2017 to 2020, the 2020 vision. All right. Which I have to back up and say every moment was recorded in 2019. So I'm sorry. Um, That is another thing about, I'll be very honest here on the show. Okay. That's another thing about anxiety for people or women or men who recovered either recovered from high anxiety or maybe still in that, there are times where your memory's like, okay, what year was that? Or how long did I write that? Mm-hmm. Because with me, with a lot of my music, may, maybe 50%, I'm going to say, I didn't always write it in two or three weeks and I'm done with it. I might would start four or five, six lines, pick it up a month later, it wasn't always because of anxiety. It could be, hey, I'm busy or I want to do another project. Mm-hmm. And the reason I mentioned that is letting go in every moment, I believe, are real songs of healing. I've already been told that by somebody in Nashville for the one called Letting Go. I was like, okay, cool. I thought that, and then someone else told me that. That was very nice. <laughs> yeah, that was confirmation. <laughs> yes. Well, that's beautiful. I know um, you were talking about not remembering years. And sometimes when you're, when you have that anxiety, you know, maybe something so just something you don't even want to remember happened, um, you know, that causes your anxiety. So. Oh yeah. Or it depends on what was happening that year. Um, now, one thing that I'll mention that of, I'm going to say trauma was not in my early 30s, this was a few years later, was my parents' house fire. It was more of a house 
it was more of a gas explosion. Their entire home was up in flames, and there was probably at least eight, uh, I'd say 10 or 12 fire trucks there. We're talking more than two or three fire trucks. It was that bad. Oh, my goodness. That was not far from this time of year. It was in November 2018. I'll never forget it. It was right about a week before Thanksgiving. That is so oh, horrible. I won't get into that story, but everyone's okay and they're alive and well. But that day was a very hard day and that whole yeah. week, of course. Yeah. No oh, good. Thank um, you for letting me know they're okay. I was was going to say, I hope I know you everybody was okay. There's probably what question to ask. <laughs> you probably were like, what question to ask? My dad was on fire. I, I know oh. some things are like, well, should I ask that question? Yeah. I know me. I'm going throw this out there. I am a super sensitive person. I kind of have been my whole life somewhat. And then with trauma or anxiety, I'm like, well, you know, at this point I've been asked every question you can think of, like just anything. Like, why do you write songs? And why did you write that song? And some people said it kind of mean. <laughs> they weren't being funny. Like, oh, like, oh they really know why I wrote that song. <laughs> mm, okay. um, my dad was actually on fire. Uh, not long, but he got out of the house pretty quickly. He was lighting the pilot light, and I think it was in the garage. Mm. But anyway, that story would be another 30 minutes, but the brief summary is um, I'm going to tell you the house fire for them was the same year someone in my family left. Okay, I won't get into all that right now. Some hard time. I was still, I guess you could say, kind of recovering from another trauma when that happened. Oh, wow. And something else happened. So basically three very hard things happened within 13 months. That is not fun. Mm. And when I look back at 2018 and most of 2019, I'm like, oh, my God, thank you, God, I made it. And then some things since then. But um, so my dad was on fire. My sister was asleep in the home because she would sometimes take naps all the day. This happened about 12 noon in the middle of the day. Mm. my mom was not home the only reason she wasn't home because she had left to get my daughter at preschool because she was like four years old then excuse me my son was in school in his class and I was leaving a doctor's office 40 minutes away when I got the call and I was speeding I mean like I was going like 80 miles an hour here when I got the call about the house fire I can imagine can't go fast enough for sure. But anyway, um, everyone's fine. We made it. Um, I've never seen my parents cry so much in my life. You know, within a matter of a couple of days. Honestly, any I would say for anyone, it's a shock, a shock factor. Like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. I would say all the crying came about within two or three weeks. And that was your childhood. That was your childhood home. Oh, I'm sorry. I should clarify. This was a home that they were going to retire in. My mom, my mom had just retired from teaching school about eight months before that fire. Oh, oh my goodness. My grandfather had passed away. I think two years, two or three years before that fire, and they had just finished getting through you know, things with him with my grandfather's funeral and moving stuff and some antiques in their home. 
I mean, I could go on and on. I'll go ahead and tell you, my piano burned in their fire because we had moved my piano there because some other things I was going through that year. So, yeah, Aww. it was a very hard. That is dramatic. Week. Yeah. I've got another piano since then. I was like, well, the piano can be replaced. I probably had, well, this relates to music. I probably had 30 piano books burned. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And and of those thirty books, four or five were special to me from college. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Looking back, everything can be replaced or moving on. It's just getting through it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's still a loss. It. Yeah. yeah, it's still a loss. You still have to go through those five stages of loss, you know. And that I mean, right now they say it takes two to four years to get through that. So I mean you're just getting to the point, you know, where you can think clearly, you know, and not, I mean, I'm sure you probably still feel something, but you know, that you can start, like you said, writing again. I try my again. best, like most people, not to yeah. think too much about things. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's not like, oh, I'm going to start crying now. Now, if it, we talked two years ago, I might would be, but. um. Yeah. Yeah. So the know, song Letting like, Go was about that, right? Okay. It was healing for that. Your Letting Go song. Um, Oh, no, Letting Go was written for, I mean, there's a couple reasons. Let me think what's year. Um, 2018, the year of the house fire and other things I went through. Letting Go was already in a studio that year. I was already okay. starting to record it. As a okay. matter of fact, I'm glad you asked me. That's actually one of the reasons why I couldn't even finish it for a while. I mm. haven't even thought about this in years that we're talking. Some things you think about later. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, no, it's definitely recorded in Tennessee. It's out there. It's on Amazon and Spotify now. But back in 2018, I put everything on hold. I'm like, I'm not writing songs. I'm not in a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was writing some in my books, notebooks, but mm-hmm. not trying to work places. You know. mm. So um, today, um, it's you say that you're going to start a band. Have you started your band? This is 2023. I have not because I'm going to say, unfortunately, I've had a few other things happen since 2021 through early this year. And these uh-huh. are kind of personal things. So some I, I could share and some I couldn't. But I'm like, now I've been a Christian for over 20 years, about 21 years. And I'm going to go and tell you that God has got me through a lot. And then mm-hmm. I mentioned the green tea and taking trips. And writing music really, really helps. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you laugh because it is funny. I've um, I've probably had four or five people who used to tell me this maybe three years ago. Oh, that's great. You're writing this good for therapy. And I'm looking like, okay, thanks a lot. Well, now I feel like saying, I think it was strangers, not people. Who know. Now I'm like, well, yeah. you know what? I'm actually making some money off that song. It might not be a lot, but it's more than therapy now. <laughs> I mean, just being yeah. funny and humorous. Yeah, when you're a, an artist or musician, songwriter, because I know I have heard the whole thing, and I'm sure you've been like that over the past. You just hear the song, you hear the words, you hear the music, you just hear everything, you know, but it all comes different, different. Um, you know, sometimes it's just like I've just gotten words, you know, but you know your gifting and you know your field of favor. You know, and people that say things just they like you said, they don't know you and they don't know God and what God has for you. I mean, God has something mighty for you. Like 
I was really surprised because um, I hadn't saw your bio till today. I'm like, wow, okay, we got a healing musician on on the show today. She's going to play some music. But as you heard, everyone, you can go to Spotify, look up Kimberly Ward, Letting Go, her songs out there. So um, I'm really happy that you came on the show. I feel like that um, maybe this is another step for you in your journey and to um, let the audience know God has given you music to write and you're writing again. You're in your field of purpose. And you said you had a ministry. Was it a music ministry? Are you um, a speaker? Tell us more about that. Okay, that cut out a little. What was the question about the ministry? I'm going to talk about it in a moment. What did you ask me? So I was asking if you had a music ministry or you're a speaker. Uh, what is your ministry that you feel called or led to? Oh, I'd love to talk about that real quick. And I will tell you, after we're done talking, I think I found a way to play at least one of my CDs. I was brainstorming during the call. So oh, at nice. the very end, I can play either the whole that, song or part of it. That would be great. Yeah, but the ministry, I'm excited to talk about that. Well, tell us. <laughs> um, it's called Kimberly Set Free. I just started saying that maybe two, three years ago. I love it. And um, freedom is a real big theme with me. And, and why? Because I want to be happy. I, we all deserve being, you know, happiness. Yes. But um, I'm going to mention this. I wrote a song called Just Want to Be Free. I did actually write that one all in like three hours. Not many of my songs I wrote all in the same day. And, and honestly, some was inspiration or some was trauma, trauma or anxiety or having a bad day. But... Or, hey, I'll come back to this song next year, you know. I, I should remember I was in South Carolina when I wrote that when I was on a trip for a couple of days, maybe four days. And I was alone and having not a real hard time, but a couple of things were going on. I remember writing that all in one night, maybe in two or three hours. I was really excited. Mm. But anyway, and the reason I'm going to mention that now and then the ministry, it, it goes it goes in hand in hand together. Yes, I can see that. And and I didn't even plan on saying this. This actually worked out great. Thank you, God. I have given that CD to several people for free. I'm like people on the show. They're like, oh, hey, I want one. Um, there's a reason why, a big reason. And and know everyone can have one for free. That would be great, but cost a little money in a studio to record. Mm -hmm. uh, that is the number one song i'm gonna say cd but the song god is using for the ministry um and letting go i'm gonna say both of those really but um i mean i don't mind telling you i have never been a drug addict don't plan on being one thank you god that's not something i had to recover from it was just mm -hmm. other things with family members and life and finances but the reason i'm mentioning that is on my many many <laughs> I mean, like 15 trips, maybe many trips to Nashville driving in my car. I would see things and meet people that broke my heart. Mm. And I and um, without me crying, I'm not trying to cry. I was like, man, I thought I was going through some hard things. 
or I've seen my children cry about things or financial, and now I'm meeting other people. And I'm going to go back to not just this year. I'm I'm going to stay for a good four years now. Because I've been going to Nashville back and forth for a good four years. Um, I wish at times I lived there, and sometimes I'm glad because it's very expensive. There's a lot of traffic, mm-hmm. a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm going to try to make it short because it, it really touches home. And you know, like like for me, it's piano. It might be something for you. You know when you have your passion that it's in your heart and you feel it and you know it's going to help somebody or it makes you happy. I know in my heart that what I went through is going to help someone. I think it's going to be more than a few people. But I did actually make time to to talk with people. And I'm not saying they're all drug addicts. Some of them might have been homeless. Some of them might have been, hey, I, I had to flee from an abusive husband or, or wife. Or... I actually did take time. When I could, not not every day, but I took time to hear people's stories. I love that. And some of them, I said, hey, do you mind if I tell you something I went through? Um, I won't say where and get into all that right now. There's a gas station I know in Nashville uh, very well. It's not far from the airport. And I don't know why, but almost every trip now, I'll try to go there, get gas or food. And and I'm, this is no joke. I'm very serious. I'd be like, I wonder if there's someone I can maybe talk with. And <laughs> maybe I'm gonna start crying now. I wonder if there's someone who needs this song, or they need some food, or water, or you know, they just need to hear something good today. Every mm. single time I, on purpose, or had to get gas and go by there, I was never, I was never, you know, mad at myself for going. I was glad I went. That's beautiful. One one of the women I met literally showed me her arm where she had been, I guess, doing heroin. I mean, some of these stories are like downright tearjerkers. You're like, oh, my God, I'm not sure if I can hear their story. I thought I was going through something. Mm-hmm. One of the things I've gone through is I've had a couple of storage units, which to people is like, oh, that's nothing. Well, try going in and out of your storage unit for three or four years, or you've moved two or three times. And you're like, wow, why is this happening? I should be in a great home by now. I should be making 50000 You know, all the things we tell ourselves we should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to say to end all this, I mean, to end all kind of what I'm saying, I could be here a while sharing. Once I've spent so many hours on this music career, so many hours meeting people, talking about music, writing songs in the studio. Uh, meeting different people I've never met. It's been a real fun journey. I wouldn't mm-hmm. trade it for anything. And without me starting to cry, i got to be okay here. Mm-hmm. I know personally from firsthand, some people have gone through, I hate to say hell and back, but they have. And then I was like, you know what? Just hearing their story made me feel like, whoo, man, I feel better now. I thought I had mm-hmm. some real hard stuff happen, like the house fire, my piano burned, daughter's dead left, you know, on and on stuff. Mm. Then I found that getting back to ministry, that there's a lot of hurting people out there. Yes. And some of them could be 18 years old. They don't have to be 70 or 80 and live their whole life. I mean, I have met people of all ages. So 
So um, eventually, whatever God allows with resources and time and money, uh, definitely want to start a real foundation. There's probably going to be at least one or two. And I, I actually it. am saying that live. I'm happy to share that. It feels great saying that. The set three um, foundation. Somehow, I love it. Thank you, because somehow it's already made me feel better. I'm going to start crying because I can actually think now in my head, oh, yes, some people I met are, I mean, some of them have my phone number. A lady in Columbia, South Carolina used to call me, and it wasn't always like, hi, I need $5. I can't always do that. I would be honest with you, be honest with you, I would try to go in and take her call. I can't do that for everyone I meet. That'd be, you know, four or five people a day. Mm-hmm. If God wants me to take the call, if I've already met them in person and heard their story, then why why should I be selfish and not call and say, hey, are you okay today? It's not to go morbid and, you know, mm-hmm. make everyone cry and like, oh, my God, that's horrible. I've met people who have been suicidal before. That's pretty serious. Mm-hmm. And if there's even one song of mine that someone likes out there who's hurting and that helps them, then... I'm like, thank you, God. I went through something to help somebody. That's such a blessing for you to be able to do that. And it's so courageous of you and brave to step out of your comfort zone. I mean, you're totally out of your comfort zone, speaking to them, sharing to them, pouring into them. And, And Kimberly, one thing, you're planting seeds. Every conversation is a seed. Every song that you write and that you share is a seed. And that is going to see a harvest. What you're doing in your in your music and your ministry are seeds and you're going to see the harvest. And what all we do is we water and wait. God God does the sun, he does the growing part, but we just keep watering, we just keep preparing, we just keep waiting. And when you're in that because you know you're in your passion, you're in your gifting, you're in your ministry, you're following the Lord, and you're helping others. You know, I always say, see a need, meet a need. And I just want to do that. You know, it sounds like that's what you're doing. You see a need and you meet a, meet a need as much as you can, as as you're able to. You know, whether it's a conversation, a CD, $5, a cup of coffee, whatever. But you are making a difference and you're sowing I've a lot done. of seeds. And it's okay to mm-hmm. cry. You're human. We're all human. So... It's okay. Well, you know what's happened? And this is the God's truth. Sometimes I've heard their story and I am teary-eyed, but then I was like, can I share something too about maybe next marriage or whatever it is that could be anything or next, or just something that was hard. It wouldn't have to be next husband. It can be anything. Um, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Then I start to cry. <laughs> and I don't know why, but it, it's helped me like, oh, my God, now I just shared something real personal with a stranger, but I feel better. I mean, that sounds weird <laughs> and bizarre, but it's true. Yes. Okay, they're not going to need apply, but I'm real. I'm a human. <laughs> we are. It's <laughs> okay to feeling. cry. <laughs> well, it sounds like that you got 2024 20, uh, things you're going to do. You're going to start your Set Free Foundation. You're going to start your band. You're still writing music. So I'm excited to see where you're going. When you have problems or tests, those are your testimonies. So don't ever shy away from sharing that. I know it's it's hard sometimes to be authentic and vulnerable, but when you are, it is such a blessing, not only to you or for you, but for others. You know, they will get something from that. You know, you I see your picture and looking at you and I'm thinking we're talking about music and then you're like, 
you go into your your stories and I love that I love you sharing from your heart and I love you being authentic you know we all have problems and when you have a problem then you're what you're doing is you're a problem solver you're looking for the solution and God will give it to you he will download to you what you need and when and your harvest is coming it's seed time harvest I've got actual uh, women's conference coming up in Indianapolis that God gave me to start about sow, grow, restore, and transform. So you are going to see that harvest. Oh, wow. And also we're in harvest season of the year for farmers farming. So this is really yes. even bright on time. Yes. Okay. So tell everyone where they can find your music and how they can connect with you. Okay. I'd love to tell you. And also let me know when you're ready to hear one of the songs I found letting go. I've got. Oh, okay. So good. Never yeah, if you'll play a little money. snippet of that, that'll be great. Um, so I have a website. I've I made a really good website designer. He works on a base, that's all I can tell you. And I mean a military base when I say that. And I didn't meet him on the military base or online. This is something totally of God, how I met him last year. And he's just helped me out on the side. Of course, he has a full-time job. But when I found out he was willing to help me get it started, I'm like, you're serious? Because if he knew what I'd been through for four years, trying to get a good website. I I have had websites, but this one's really, it blows out of the water. It's good. Wonderful. So I'm not taking credit. He, he works on a military base, and he apparently he works in IT there. And I was like, okay, I guess you can do my website, and it's really good. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> okay, it's www. KJWardMusic.com. I was going to give you my email because that's very similar. They're very close. Okay. Um, I don't mind. I've actually had music fans email me before, and I'm like, this is great. I don't mind if they have my email. It's on my business cards anyway. Um, my Instagram account is my name, Kimberly.Ward.Music. Okay. Kimberly.Ward.Music. And Facebook is... And that is Kimberly Ward Dash Music. I say the dash like the hyphens in there. So Kimberly Ward Music. Okay, beautiful. Um, I'm also on, I'm say Twitter, but don't ask me because I haven't been on there just a couple <laughs> times this summer. People can find me though. I posted, tweeted some. And, and your songs are YouTube. on Spotify. Oh. Oh yes, yeah, so all of the songs are on Amazon, Spotify, Pandora. Mm. Okay. Beautiful. And you were going to say YouTube. That's right, YouTube. And I'm going to go ahead and add this on the show. If anyone listening or, or knows someone who would and who's interested or they want to help me get my numbers up on YouTube channel, I'll be so excited. I do know if I have met several people willing to help me, and then some of them dwindled out. I'm like, where did they go? I need help. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that you know, I try not to have any hard feelings because that's mm -hmm. happened with a videographer. I mean, my journey, a music would be mm -hmm. like three hours, so I won't do that, I promise. 
But so, like some people have really helped me, and some I'm like, where did they go? <laughs> so are you a member of the ISSA, the International Singer Songwriter Association? Yes, I am. I'm so glad you asked me. Okay. I actually, I actually went to the award show in Atlanta and met a lot of people. Wonderful. I'm also a member. I did not go to that show, um, but I do want to go to the next one that that Tammany has. She's amazing. Okay. Okay. Let's hear. Yeah. Let's hear um, a little snippet of your letting go. Okay. Like a verse and a chorus, that'd be great. A few seconds here. We'll go up to the chorus. All right, here's okay. the beginning. That's, what you think? Yeah, that's beautiful. I love it. I'm going to go to Amazon or Spotify or YouTube. So your YouTube is your name, Kimberly Ward. And mm -hmm. uh, download that. Yeah, definitely want to download that. You cut it off right, while, while I was getting into the spirit. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, Don't forget what's on your mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. That is beautiful. Well, I'm so uh, excited and thank you so much for taking the time today, Kimberly. And I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you. I appreciate your steps of faith that you're taking, your courageousness to speak to people where they are. You see them right where they are. You don't, you're not trying to make them be somewhere else or be someone else. You just see them right where they are to help them in their moment of pain or suffering or just maybe confusion, you know, they don't know mm -hmm. what their next step is. So thank you for being there and thank you for your bravery and your courageousness to share. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. It's been a good journey. Thank you. All right. Thank you listeners for joining us for Real Heart Talk with Kimberly Ward. She is an amazing healing musician, songwriter. Can't wait to hear more she's going to start her set free foundation next year and her band and she is going to the country gospel genre we are going to hear great things from her so stay tuned for our next show thank you so much have a good evening thank you for joining us today on the 360 network for women and real heart talk podcast we're so happy you could join and hope you stay tuned for the next episode 